Okay, welcome to Brad's Big World. This is my second podcast, and I'm going to do a podcast, a book review. I'm going to be reviewing the book Demons. It's also called The Possessed in earlier translations. My translation uh, was translated by Richard Pivier and Larissa Volokonsky. And of course, this is a book, a classic by Fyodor Dostoevsky. And it's it's actually, it's a great book. I don't think it was quite the book that the brothers Kamerazov was, but it's really good. I think that uh, from my reading so far, uh, Dostoevsky's two best books are Crime and Punishment and the brothers Kamerazov, with the brothers Kamerazov probably edging out Crime and Punishment. The brothers Kamerazov is a book like Demons in that it has multiple threads, multiple family members, and the story breaks off discussing the, the lives of various family members and friends, and it weaves quite a tale. Way more violent in the ending than the Brothers Kamarazov. A lot of tragedy, a lot of death in the book uh, Demons. I would say that uh, Crime and Punishment and Notes from the Underground are more psychological, and Crime and Punishment is really a psychological thriller, and both uh, very philosophical, and in fact, all of Dostoevsky's books are philosophical. The Demons hinges around ideas that had penetrated Russian culture anywhere from, like, I think the 1840s, 1830s, up until 1870s, 1880s, uh, before Dostoevsky died. There was a lot of liberal and progressive socialist, uh, anarchist, and even communist ideas that were floating around. And uh, this book by Dostoevsky is actually very prophetic. It's very profound that he actually foresees that communism and liberalism uh, were going to come to Russia and actually uh, could very well destroy the nation. Uh, Dostoevsky was an Eastern Orthodox Christian. He was conservative. He wasn't always so. But uh, he had uh, faced many things in life, and he grew as he got older to embrace uh, Christianity and also a more conservative outlook on life. And he was very uh, suspicious of intellectuals and those that were progressive or those that were liberal-minded. And this book uh, really weighs in on that. His main character, uh, one of his main characters, Stefan uh, Strofimovich, was a tutor. And he was hired by uh, his benefactor, Varvara Petrova, or Petrovana. These names are very difficult for me (laughs) to pronounce. I'll just call her Varvara. But she was his benefactor. She hired him to tutor uh, her son, uh, uh, Stravogin. And um, anyway, um, he tutors Stravogin and also his own son, Peter, I'll call him, and so he was a, a, a tutor, he was an intellectual, he was a writer, he had become somewhat famous, but he kind of pulled out of intellectual circles and from his fame before he became too famous. So he was uh, really living off his reputation, uh, living off of um, 
his earlier reputation. He never really did much. And as you go through the story, it kind of seems like he's kind of mooching <laughs> off of Vivara. Um, and he definitely depends on her. And a lot of the funny scenes in the book are him getting offended by her or her being offended uh, by him. At the end of the book, you find out that they really did love each other all along, but their relationship was very childish in a lot of ways. And I think because she was his benefactor and he depended on her, I think it was a challenging uh, relationship for uh, both of them. But he was a tutor, and his two students uh, really um, play a major role in the book. His son and uh, her son, uh, Vivara's son, uh, we'll call him uh, Stravagen, uh, play a big role in the book. They disappear for a long time. They come back into, um, uh, you know, Stefan's city and Vivara's city, and there's quite a row. Uh, there's a group of people that have come into their city that have modern or progressive or liberal ideas, and they're really uh, calling, uh, causing quite a stir. And a lot of the, the book turns on the trouble that they're making, and especially uh, Stefan's son, Peter. He's really uh, causing a lot of trouble, and he actually winds up being a very wicked, wicked guy, and he's up to no good. He's trying to promote a progressivism, and he really does a lot of lying, a lot of deception, and at the end of the book, he, after causing all this trouble, he disappears. Stravagan is more, he reminds me of Dmitri in the Brothers Kamarazov. He's more of a hedonist. Uh, he, he's actually a very torn man. He, he does have, uh, part of him is good, I would say. There's, there's strength in him. There's a quality of leadership in him. Everybody seems to want his favor. He's a strong leader. But right on the other hand, he's very hedonistic. He has multiple affairs with multiple women. He seems to like to get women to love him, and he doesn't reciprocate or he's cruel. And in fact, he even in, um, in, in the book, it brings out that he actually uh, rapes a young girl and takes advantage of her and just ditches her and uh, just treats her horribly. And she winds up committing suicide. He uh, Out of uh, self-torture and torment, he goes off and he marries a woman that has mental issues and actually physical issues. He does it kind of as a self-punishment, but meanwhile, that doesn't stop him from chasing other uh, women and really ruining their lives. Just a very... Uh, so these people come in and out of the story, but I would say the story revolves around Vivara, uh, Stefan, uh, Peter, and Stravagen. Uh, also, the, there is the uh, author or the uh, narrator of the story that kind of is in the backdrop of the story, and he knows all the characters, and he was actually a great friend uh, to Stefan, and he really kind of tells the story from Stefan's uh, perspective in a lot of ways. He's very sympathetic to uh, Stefan, and he tells the story from his perspective. He does a great job of narrating. He is not judgmental. He just tells the facts of the story. Now, I could get into a lot of uh, uh, Stravagin's lovers, and also Stravagin's uh, formal name, his Russian name is Nikolai 
Veselovich, or Vich, however you say that, and you can see that's why I'm going to call him Stravagin. It's so much easier. But uh, he has multiple affairs, multiple women, and, and they come into the story, and their lives are greatly affected. The story really, um, without getting into you'll have to read it yourself. I don't want to give all the spoilers on it. But the story really outlines what happens when people take on or become possessed or become filled with demonic ideas and the outgrowth of those demonic ideas, how they affect behavior and how those uh, the, the behavior that come from our thought life and our thinking can drive us to ridiculous sin and even our own destruction. I did not really find a lot of redemption in this story. It was a very negative story. Uh, the people that took on these negative ideas and they were possessed by uh, liberal and socialistic and anarch anarchist uh, philosophy wound up bringing destruction in their life. And then Stravagin taking on a hedonistic philosophy became possessed uh, by those ideas, and it had a, a working out in his life to destruction, even though he wanted to make his life right and do right, he was possessed of demons that drove him into behavior that ultimately destroyed him. Then at the end of the book, uh, Stefan, his life was a failure. Um, he, the two boys he tutored, both were despicable and criminal, and in, their lives ended um, really under disrepute, and one of them, their life ended tragically. And just at the end of his life, him and Vivara were reconciled, but really he had lived an empty and vacuous life, and he did live off of the mercy of a woman. He really was a mooch, and so that also was very sad. And then all these other characters that were intertwined in the story and represented various philosophies and negative thinking, uh, most of their lives were destroyed too. So it was either negative thinking or philosophical thinking that brought destruction, or it was a life in the flesh that brought destruction. Now, having said all that, I would highly recommend this book to read. Again, it is not, in my opinion, quite as good as The Brothers Kamarazov. I even think uh, Crime and Punishment is probably uh, a bit better than this book, but it is still well worth reading. It is way more negative, uh, I think, than these other books, or uh, the ending is, at least. And I think you'll get a lot out of it. I'm sorry I'm not an official book reviewer. I can only give you my opinions um, there's probably a lot I'm missing, but I also I don't want to give away the whole book. I think you'll get a lot out of it. So it's about uh, 800 pages uh, and a medium-sized book. It's about 800 pages. I recommend it to you, and um, you just have to read it and tell me what you think. All right, that's all I have for now. Thank you. Bye.